Welcome back to Expressions of Destiny podcast. This is Jennifer. Today is Teachable Tuesday, so let's get down to business. So last week we talked a lot about networking, um, just the pros and the cons. I would highly encourage you to go back and listen to last week's episode on Tuesday. Um, so many different ideas, so many different ways to approach networking that um, I believe has been very helpful for us, helpful for others. Um, and it's just, it's good to be able to sit down and really evaluate the different ways that we enter into networking so that it's not a waste of time. So we went over a lot last week, um, a lot of great stuff. But this week, I want to focus on something. Um, I was thinking about one of my favorite movies is The Wizard of Oz. And one of the, the lines, you know, that sticks in many people's heads is uh, lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. And as I was thinking about that line, it just really brought me to this thought process of as they were walking through the forest and they're saying lions and tigers and bears, oh my, they're looking around and they're looking behind their back and they're wanting to make sure that they're not going to have to encounter any of these things, these animals um, that are most likely dangerous. And so I'm thinking about that and I'm thinking, well, in business, what are some of the things that will normally scare us, uh, make us nervous? bring us fear, um, make us feel like we have to act immediately, or maybe even cause us to procrastinate. And so that's where this week's title comes from. It is Courses, Trainings, and Step Systems, Oh My. And we are going to get into this because I have had the wonderful and horrible (laughs) privilege of taking part in all of these things, but really having to learn over time how to take those courses and trainings and step systems and really evaluate them as I'm taking them, or a better way to say as I'm engaging in them. So let's start with courses. Um, probably the most known type of course right now that is out there, especially because of social media, especially because of uh, you know the recent pandemic and everybody going to online um, for work and for school, businesses, um, courses have really blown up. What I mean is that there are people out there that found that they have a gift to teach or they have uh, an ability to explain something or maybe they just found that they were really good at something and they wanted to share it with the world. And so they, they began all of these different courses. They wrote up their curriculum. They went online on a platform, um, set it all up, and they started offering these courses. Now, a lot of them come in the form of free challenges. Um, these are very beneficial. I mean, if you see a free challenge, in my opinion, take advantage of it if it speaks to you. And that is a very important statement. If it speaks to you, if that challenge is talking about everything that it is that you are currently going through in your business, um, take advantage of it because it's usually a free three-day workshop, a free five-day workshop over the course of uh, maybe the entire week, Monday through Friday, or they'll split it up once or twice a week. And if you can take the time out for that, um, you'll learn a lot of things that are involved in their actual teaching. Um, and of course, at the end of that challenge, because it's free, they're going to offer you, you know, a full course, um, where you pay a fee. It could be, I've seen them from 1995 all the way up to 149. Um, some of them even 299. It just depends on how much you value what they're teaching. And if you're really going to receive what they have, if you're really going to implement it. And so these free courses, um, these free challenges give you an opportunity to preview 
that course before you pay anything. And so um, I have always taken advantage of these, but like I said, only if they spoke to me. Because if it's something having to do with an area of my business that I am not yet tackling or I'm not concerned about because it is not a current priority, then it becomes a waste of time. And I know a lot of times we say, well, we can just go ahead and take it and we'll just kind of keep that under our belt for when we need it. But then you end up missing out on the things that are very important at that time. And you've given your time to something else that is not necessary. The other thing about these um, free challenges for the courses is that a lot of the people that are teaching are just getting started, like I said before. And so it is very important that if you are going to take part in that challenge, that you in some way leave them feedback, um, give them some constructive feedback. We like to say constructive criticism, but a lot of times I don't like to use that word because then that just means we're looking for a reason to tell them what they weren't doing right, when it should be sincere in what we're sharing with them. So we want it to be constructive because they are pursuing and providing this service and this course based off of something that is their own um, gift, their own dream, their own um, talent. It could be their own vision, and they're just wanting to help other business owners or maybe other people that are in the same industry as them. So we have to approach these free challenges uh, with a little bit of grace in knowing that you may not receive everything you're expecting. Um, you may already know a lot of what they're teaching, but if you receive even just one thing that is different that can help you, that one thing is something you wouldn't have heard or learned if you had not taken that challenge. Now, the other thing about these courses is that I have seen in a lot of instances, normally when these challenges start out, there are a lot of people who have signed up, a lot of people who are in that first class, um, and they're online, they're excited, they're ready to go. Um, by class two, they have uh, started to fall off. A couple of people are gone here and there. By three, only about half of the people are left. And by those last two classes, you have maybe a quarter of the people that are still standing. Now, that's okay because sometimes it, it's that quarter that was that really needed to learn what was being offered. But at the same time, one of the things that really bothers me, I talk a lot about my pet peeves because these are just things that um, sometimes I have to remember. I can't expect everyone to do things the same way that I do which is the same attitude that you should be taking your, in your business. You can't expect everyone else to do the same same thing that you would do or do it the same way that you would do it. That's just what it is and understanding what our business is and knowing how to operate it, not always following what everyone else does. But here's my pet peeve, is that people join these courses and they drop off. That is my pet peeve. Whether it's a few, half of them, or three quarters, they drop off and it's almost like entering into an agreement and halfway through that agreement saying, you know what, um, forget it. I don't want any of this. This was a waste of my time. Well, don't you think it was a waste of that um, trainer or that coach's time as well? Um, because their goal is just to be able to help you and to train you. And so any challenge or course that I sign up for, I stay all the way to the end. And I would suggest 
and recommend that if you're going to sign up for a course, stay till the end. Even if you haven't received what you thought you would receive within those first two days, stick with it because there may be some hidden gem, gem that you're going to miss out on. And it really speaks of you and your business as well, of the dedication and the commitment that we put into the things that we choose, right? So think on that. And that, like I said, that's a personal pet peeve of mine, but um, stick to the end because you might be missing the really great stuff, you know, and if you don't receive what you thought you were going to receive, dig deep and reevaluate and go over that course in your notes later on because there may be something that you missed, especially because a lot of them will have uh, replays. They will have uh, Facebook groups available for you to join, um, to be a part of. In those moments, you're able to ask questions. When things come up, uh, you're able to pretty much network. You're getting into an, another opportunity to network with other people and to learn how it is that they dealt with whatever issue it is that you may be going through in your business. Now, let's move on over to trainings. Um, trainings most of the time are within a classroom setting. Trainings have a lot to do with um, hands-on. You are being trained to do something. You're not sitting in a classroom just hearing, listening to somebody talk um, and you know, taking a few notes here and there, but you have to act on it. There has to be some type of activation. And so a lot of the trainings that I've been able to take part in, and I'm so grateful for these organizations because they are really out to help businesses grow. But the SBDC and SCORE, that's S-C-O-R-E, these two organizations have so many um, trainings at no cost to the business owner that you can take part in um, to really learn from the people who have already been in your industry or have already maybe encountered some of the uh, challenges and the difficult things that um, you are approaching or may have to go through, and it's just a breath of fresh air, really, to be able to hear their stories, their examples, um, and to learn from them. Now, one of the things that also takes place is that most likely, you know, you'll, you may have a, a workbook, a manual, you may have an opportunity to study on your own. You may be able to go over a lesson ahead of time. Take advantage of that, because there's nothing like repetition. There are some people in this world who can read or see something one time, and it is automatically in their memory. But a lot of us, and I'm including myself because I am a hands-on um, visual learner, I have to do it. And so um, repetition is very necessary for me to learn something. And so um, I will take the extra time blocked out to go over my lessons before the class or to read it ahead of time or to get ahead on anything, to research, to look up things that I may not understand so that when I do arrive to my training session or to my class, um, I have a better understanding because I've already gone over it. I'm familiar with it and I'm not sitting there lost in whatever it is that is being taught. Um, and that's just going back to the way that we used to learn in school, you know. So a lot of this is is already something that has been practiced and that, that we can utilize um, to be even greater in what it is that we're trying to do. Now, the pet peeve that I talked about with the courses and the um, free challenges, that also occurs with the trainings. And I have seen that many times as well where, you know, I'll show up to a class and there's about 15, 20 people there. 
The next week, there's only 18, you know, 14 to 18. The third week, there's about 10. There's that half, that 50%. And then as the weeks go by, depending on how long the class is, you have lost at least a quarter to 50% of your group. And um, at the same time, it's, it's that same idea of, and this is a phrase that I like to use a lot, but chew the meat and spit out the bone. So we go in there looking for an opportunity to learn something. And if we walk in thinking that we know everything, because maybe what's being presented has already has already been something that we've learned, or we walk in thinking it's just a waste of time, we may miss something very important. You made a commitment to take the time to be a part of this class because something caught your interest. So make the commitment to stick through that class so that you don't miss something that might be great and of importance that may save you one day in your business. The other way that I like to approach this is that there are things in there being taught that maybe I am familiar with, but I don't know if it might be just might be something that I can help somebody else with um, at the same time. Uh, a lot of trainings and courses that I go through, sometimes I'm giving my response and I'm um, saying something or sharing a testimony of what I've had to endure in my business. Um, and it helps someone that's sitting in that same class. Other times I'm the one asking the questions. And so it's that, um, that same attitude of I'm here to help you. I'm walking in this seeing how I can help you, not what I can get from you. You know, there, there may be some things that um, I need to research, I need to study, but I'm also sitting in a classroom full of business owners um, filled with people who are wanting to start their business that may need to hear from other fellow business owners. And it, once again, it's another opportunity to network. So we have to walk into these classes, these courses, these trainings uh, with the mindset of Today I might be giving or today I might be receiving, but either way, it's not a wasted moment. Now let's move on to the last one, and this is the step systems. And it is so ironic that it says step systems, oh my, and oh my it is, because step systems have always been one of the things that I try to stay away from, mainly because we try to list our steps in an order that has worked for us, but we forget that it is not a one-size-fits-all. Now hear that. It is never a one-size-fits-all with anything. People can share their experiences. They can teach you the way that they learned. But that's the thing. They, they are teaching you the way that someone else taught them. And that person is teaching them the way that someone else taught them. This is how we get our history, right? Our history lessons, um, things that have happened throughout this, uh, this world, throughout the generations, um, between other countries. We get our history from learning from someone else. And whatever teacher taught our teacher, that's where they got it from. And whatever teacher they had before that, that's where they got it from. And I, you know, I'm, I don't mean to go so far back saying this teacher to this teacher to this teacher, but if you think about it, that's what happens. We have received a story or a teaching that has been passed down. Um, and so we listen to it, we take it as truth, and then we sit there and start asking questions. 
about history, about the lessons. Think about that the same way with your business. We're sitting there listening to somebody, whether it's a guru, business guru, or it's a business partner, or it's a um, teacher, a business specialist, whatever it is, um, a CEO of another company. But we're sitting there, we're listening to their step system. And they are telling us that step one, you need to do this. Step two, do this. Step three, do this. If you do these three in order, then everything will be perfect. Your business will grow. Your profits will grow. Everything will align. And it's not necessarily true. Because your business, you may operate in a different way or even in a different direction than that particular guru's business. And so... I really try to stay away from these step processes. I know that steps are important, but when we are being taught someone else's process, they often forget to tell us to evaluate our own business and to implement those step processes in the order that apply to what we are doing. I hope that makes sense. So let me give you an example. There was a um, a course that I took one time and I did sign up for, you know, the bigger part of it after I took the free challenge because it was something that I felt I needed to focus on. And so it was, it was all about leads, about getting leads and clients for your business. But the process was about setting up a system to uh, generate your emails, to get your contact list in order and all these other things, right? Well, that didn't that didn't align with the way that I work. So our business is more consulting. It's coaching. It's training. Um, a lot of times, you know, our clients or even our connections come out of networking. And it's just meeting people, word of mouth, taking the time to physically be one-on-one with them or to make a phone call or to have a conversation or just to have a normal conversation, not even business related, but we're making a connection and a relationship. That is our job. And it's our, it's also our position to help train other business owners on how to reconnect with their employees and their customers. And so it's a lot of one-on-one. My heart is not to send out email after email after email because I personally do not like receiving email after email after email. It doesn't work for me. So if you're sending me an email every day or even every other day, it becomes a nuisance because I may be looking for important emails in my inbox and I have a whole list of emails from the same people over and over and over. I got the message. I really did. And I understand sometimes those emails can go to spam, but I got your message because a lot of times it's the same message over and over. So that system did not work for me. And I was, I was kind of feeling like it, maybe it was a waste of time. But guess what? That wasn't the only lesson that was being taught. And so I had to chew the meat and spit out the bones. And when it wasn't something that applied to the way that I operate our business, I had to just look beyond it, be grateful for the information. But if it's not going to work for me, it's not going to work. But there were so many other things that I learned within that uh, particular um, training that was about, you know, shifting our mindset, nurturing our employees, um, wonderful customer service, you know, marketing, utilizing social media. There's so many things that were wrapped up in that package that I found value in it. And that was one of the biggest things that I learned was that 
um, value was most important. Being able to identify the value and what it was that I took the time to commit to. And if it hit a subject that was not quite for me, I didn't have to receive it fully. I didn't have to, well, let me, let me say this a different way. I received it, but I didn't have to implement it. It's still there. I still got the training, but it's not really where my heart is. And so I was able to move on to the other things that were being taught. And so in that particular step system, which um, it was very detailed out on how to create these systems, how to create a pipeline, how to use funnels, um, you know, and get those emails set up, the templates on how to write your emails. All of that is great. I have the information now and I'm grateful for it, but it was not a system that I personally wanted to use in our business. Now, the other dangerous part about step systems is that when we're told that something should work and we're told that if we don't implement it exactly the way um, and things don't work out, business owners are made to feel like they failed, they're failures. And so when you go back and you look at it and you say, well, I did everything according to the steps exactly the way they were laid out. Um, but it didn't work, now it becomes your fault because you must have done something wrong. Because the step system was created to work. It has to work. And when it doesn't work, we're sitting there trying to figure out why. Instead of evaluating our own business and saying, well, that probably wouldn't have worked in that order, or that probably wouldn't have worked at all, because maybe our business is run a different way, and maybe we have um, a special little, I'll, I'm going to call it a loophole, a little loophole in knowing that um, we do something different than the way other people do it. Our business may be unique in some way that we can't exactly follow the mold of everybody else. And so really, what I, what I, the point that I try to get across to everybody, especially those of you that are listening right now, is that we can have courses, we can have trainings, and we can have step systems, oh my. And how many step systems are out there in this world already created? Every business has created their own system. We can have all those things. And there's, there is not just a positive to it. It's going to work. It's always going to work. And there's not just a negative to it. Um, it's a horrible idea. But it's where we can be mature enough in our own business, in our own thinking, um, to really process it and digest and break apart these steps and say, will this part work for my business? Maybe not. Will this part work? Yes, absolutely. Will this part? Definitely not. And you're able to really dissect that thing and figure out how to put those pieces in the order that they need to be in. And we cannot be afraid to do that. You know your business better than anybody else. Nobody can tell you how to run your business like you. We can take the suggestions. We can take the ideas. But we also live in a world where the majority of the people are in competition and they will do whatever they can to prove you wrong. If you have a vision and you have um, this business idea that you know you know without a shadow of a doubt and deep down inside your heart 
that it is what you are supposed to be doing because you are providing value. You are living on purpose. You are doing this thing that you were created for. You cannot allow the systems of this world and these other businesses to tell you that you are wrong. That creates either fear and fear leads to procrastination. I know procrastination all too well. For many years, I sat here with these ideas and these visions getting so excited and thanking God for everything that he had put inside this little creative brain of mine and just ready to just run the world and say, what can I do to help you? And immediately I would hear somebody else saying the same thing. I would see somebody else presenting on a stage somewhere, um, talking about the same topic, and I would get discouraged. And I think, well, what do I need to do it for? Somebody is already doing it, and they're a lot more successful than me. But guess what? They have a voice for the people that they're talking to. I have a voice for the people that I have the wonderful privilege to talk to. That other person that is writing that blog or is sharing on another podcast, they have a voice for those that are listening to them. You know, Think about it this way. I do not like rap. I used to at one point when I was much younger, but I just can't receive from it. So if you present me lyrics in a rap song, I'm not going to receive it. I'm, it's going to turn me off. I'm going to kind of cringe. It's one of my girl's words, cringe. And I'm not going to be able to get anything out of what you're saying. But if you present it in R&B, kind of like that, Brian McKnight, Boys to Men, I'm telling you what my, my error was. But you present it to me that way, the same exact lyrics, I'm going to receive everything. Every last detail, I'm even going to read between the lines because that is where my heart is. So in the same way, I had to stop thinking that everybody else was doing something better than me and I had to come back and say, you know what, but I have a voice that some people need to hear. It may not be everybody, but there is someone out there that needs to hear what I have to say. And so we have to look at our businesses that way. We were created to stand out. I say it all the time. We were not created to be like everybody else. We were not created to be like the mold, but we were created to stand out, especially in our business. You have a gift and a service that people need. You may have the customer service. You Well, let me back up. You may carry the same product as somebody else, the same exact product, but your customer service may be a million times greater than that particular place. Even if your price is higher, Because you have added a value to it that the people will appreciate and will continue to come back to listen to. Um, My heart always wanting to encourage. I'm always going to share with you the pros and the cons and explain to you that it has to be your thinking, the way that you interpret what it is that I'm saying and what you know is going to work. So... Another one of my favorite things to say is we can agree to disagree. And so sometimes I may share something that you agree with and sometimes you may disagree. Why? Because you know how your business is run. And this goes for in life as well, right? We know our beliefs. We know where we stand. Um, so we just 
respectfully agree to disagree. And so when, when we approach these wonderful opportunities and these wonderful, um, you know, at no cost, even if it does cost you something, but there's a lot of resources out there that are at no cost, the classes, the trainings and such, go into them with an open mind and have a mindset shift in that moment when you are receiving what it is that you need to hear that you're going to be able to implement into your business. And guess what? You may not even implement it the same way that that trainer or that teacher or instructor taught it to you. You are going to implement it the way that it needs to be implemented within your business. So take advantage of every opportunity to learn. I believe I said this last week, or maybe it was the week before. We have not arrived. You never arrive. We have to always keep going. We have to always keep striving. We have to always keep ourselves in a position to learn because when you think you have learned everything and you don't need to grow anymore, guess what a plant does when it can no longer grow? It dies. When my vegetable plants outside can no longer produce and grow, they die. So we cannot get to a point where we just allow whatever it is that we're doing to die. We have to keep growing. We have to keep thriving. We have to keep producing. When a plant begins to die, if you give it nutrients and you treat it the way it needs to be treated, then new shoots will come up out of that, those root areas, and you'll have a whole new plant begin to grow from that same base, from that same root structure, a brand new plant, and you can prune away what has died. That's a removing of the things that no longer work in your business. That's pruning the things that maybe were a part of a season, but now you can take them away and let the new portions of that plant grow. Don't ever come to a point where you are done growing. I don't want to see your businesses die. They need to thrive. So continue to feed them with what it is that they need and continue to do even greater things for the people that you serve. So that is it for me this week, you guys. I hope that you were able to receive something from this. Uh, talking about courses, trainings, and step systems. Oh my, there is so much more that we could have talked about um, regarding those three, but this is just the short version. We will probably revisit this topic. But um, y'all have a wonderful week. Allow your businesses to grow. You continue to grow. You are the base. You are the root system. Continue to grow. So have a wonderful week. Thank you again for joining me on the Expressions of Destiny podcast, and God bless.